Good morning. 851 Saturday, October the 21st, 2023. Here on a beautiful clear blue sky day on high plains east of the Rocky Mountains in Greeley, Colorado. <clears throat> so yeah, I missed you. I missed yesterday. Uh, I wish there was a funny story to tell about it, but there isn't. It's just I got sidetracked. I was uh, I was running late because I played too much, and so I was waiting for my wife to wake up and get up so that I didn't leave with the phone and the robocalls and all the rest. We are in the do not call list for all that matters, but it doesn't really seem to make much difference. And uh, so I was waiting. I was waiting for her to get up. So I was sitting in the living room, reading, figuring, well, she'll come to the kitchen, get a glass of water or whatever. Wrong. Apparently she got up and she just went downstairs. I wasn't at my computer, so. I didn't see for like an hour. I was too busy reading. And by then it was uh, time to get groceries, make a pharmacy run. When I got back from that, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm done for the day. So, yeah, I screwed around, found out. So this morning I unplugged the phone. This morning I was running late again, but I unplugged the phone. So the phone will not ring while she's trying to sleep. And we'll have to remember to plug it back in again when I get home. There's probably a more elegant solution, like setting everything to voicemail. Uh, but I know that uh, unplugging the phone works, so good enough. The leaves have turned. There's uh, this line of, I want to call them maples, but I think they're ash trees, actually. You've got the wrong leaf shape for for maples, they look much more like ash. They're beautiful trees. And uh, they are, for the most part, red, tinging toward brown. There's still a few yellows scattered here and there. Very scenic, quite seasonal. So, um, on my walk this morning, I found a phone. It's, uh, apparently the battery's dead. Phone may be dead for all that, I don't know. But it was laying in the gutter beside the street. And I picked it up. Thinking, oh, well, I'll just figure out who this is, who this phone belongs to, and then text them. And then realized, uh, yeah, I suspect it's locked. How do you, how do you find an owner 
of a cell phone when the phone is locked. I mean, the buttons are familiar. It looks like it must be a Samsung. It has the same button. Configuration as my, as my uh, Note 20. Uh, they don't give these phones away. I don't. There's, there's nothing really I can do with it except try to find the owner and I don't I'm, I'm at a loss now so how, do I, how do I find the owner I, mean, I could put it back in the gutter where I found it but that seems like kind of a waste of time interesting conundrum I'll charge it up when I get home see if it see if it comes to life See what happens. They put signs around the neighborhood, except there aren't any. There aren't that many places to put signs out on West 20th Street. And I, you know, it's like, I don't even know if this is somebody local or was just driving through or, or what the story is. Oh well, anyway, Factorio is still eating my brain. I'm, I'm at the, uh, the plate dropping, the, the plate spinning, or more accurately, the plate dropping stage where the uh, the early resources have started to play out, and I'm having to upgrade mining and smelting and rerouting everything, and realizing just how messed up my uh, my current design is must be yard sale season signs everywhere early morning traffic Was obnoxious. Pickup truck.
So I finished Academic Confusion. Fun book. I really enjoyed it. I've moved on to uh, the next Tom Larkham Artificer. Is it Initiate Artificer this time? Book three. Another, another low stakes, kind of fun. Don't have any idea where it's going, don't really care. I like the characters. That's how I into the cat. Um, playing stray, just, you know, casually, trying to figure out how the, control, how the controls work, is, uh, Give me ideas. Evan suggested anthropomorphic cat, and I think that's probably either the omniscient observer or anthropomorphic internal is about the only way I can make that actually work. And so it raises all kinds of interesting questions as, as to who's who's the who is the cat? What is what is the cat doing? Why is the cat doing it? And but from a plot standpoint, I know what the cat is for, but I don't know who the cat, as a character, I don't know who the cat really is. I know, I know more about Cannoli, the late and lamented Cannoli, who was really only with us two years living in the back room. I knew more about him than I know about this cat, this wizard's cat. And there's something, I, I think there's something wrong with that. It's probably why all of my efforts at trying to write that book failed. And just for fun, I'm going to check and make sure that this is actually recording. Is it? Yeah, it seems to be. Okay. Guys, I'm, I'm walking into the weeds. I'm going to pick some of these. I have a bag. I have... Don't I? I do. I have my snippers. I'm going to snip some of these. I'm going to try to snip some of these. See if I can get some sunflower seeds from I can keep from falling into the ditch. variety of yikes literally keep from falling into the ditch it fought it's 
slopes right down right here. All right, there's a pile. Let's see what I get. Get them home. It's quite a collection. Anyway, so yeah, I then for all that I. feel funny about spending so much time playing Factorio. The reality is that while I'm focused on trying to get enough iron, trying to find enough coal, my brain is actually working on the story. Coming up, Monk Post. It's almost on it before I realized. It's a beautiful morning. Holy cow, I'm glad I got out. Wish I'd gotten out yesterday, but eh, you know, wishes were horses, beggars would ride. Life after lawn. I need to re-landscape my house. I need to put sidings and windows in it first, but one step at a time, one step at a time. One mess at a time. Just the season would be a good time to put the windows in now before it gets much colder. Get the cladding on before the weather turns crappier. It's not like we have a lot of bad weather here. I mean, cold. But historically, we don't get much by way of blowing snow or any of that stuff. Morning. with her little pity. Black and white pit bull, I think. Pick up my pace a little bit here, give her some space. A lot of leaves down. Some more of these ash trees. I think that's a black ash right there. So, tech talk, <laughs> tech talk, tech talk, tech talk. I'm seeing a lot of noise on Mastodon, which is really the only social media platform I'm on right now. Um, about fragmentation in the Linux community and the rise of. BSD, free BSD in particular, but net BSD and open BSD. BSD stands for Berkeley Standard Distribution. Something. 
Anyway, it's a, it's a flavor of Unix that came about, if I have the history correct, that came about at the same, about the same time as Linux came about. With Unix being proprietary and BSD being an attempt to take that idea of Unix and make it free and open source. Hence, free BSD. Now, I remember playing with Linux, uh, with Unix, briefly on a Sun microstation and thought, this is pretty cool. But all I had was the station and I didn't have anything really to connect it to or any real purpose for it. Um, I got the device cheap and it stayed in the office once I got fired. Fired from the company that I kept warning them was about to be closed and the new owners really didn't like me upsetting that apple cart. Uh, you know, six months later the company was gone so I had to jump on getting a new job from everybody else in my department. That's a different story. I aggravated the, the IT people in an IBM shop by arguing that tying the, the database structure to the hardware as opposed to using an intermediary operating system to run between the database and the hardware was perhaps short-sighted because database the software itself updates much more frequently than hardware and not being able to update your, your database because you're locked into the database designed by the hardware underneath it just that never seemed to really be a good idea to me um, Talk to me about standards. Yeah, standards are good up to a point. Standards do not... <laughs> the one thing I kept hearing was, well, standards ensure quality. No, standards ensure mediocrity. Standards ensure that everybody is doing the same thing. Whether it's the best thing, the smartest thing, the wisest thing, that's up to grabs, up for grabs. That's not... Standards just means it's what everybody uses. It's like electricity. We use alternating current. Here in the United States, we use 60 cycle alternating current. Is that the best for, electric for electricity transmission? I don't know. There are options. As I remember correctly, uh, Tesla argued for direct current and was outvoted not sure if he was outvoted or just lost the political argument so yeah I, I got in a fight with 
an insurance company who spent a million dollars a day printing paper copies of insurance policies, believing that that satisfied the requirement. And I missed my chance on those poppies again this year. Son of a gun. Now, another year. I'll get some organza bags to sell, collect the seeds when the seeds pump, I guess. Maybe for next year. We'll see how the seed collection project works over the course of the coming year and see what works out, okay? But the, the reality of insurance is that insurance is the promise. The paper is not the promise. The paper is just the written part of it. And not having the paper does not prove that the company didn't make a promise. And at the time, insurance companies were losing those lawsuits over and over and over and over. It was uh, shortly after Hurricane Hugo in Florida. And a lot of people lost a copy of their insurance policy. And the insurers were trying to argue that, well, you don't have a copy of the policy, you don't have a policy. And the answer is, no, that's not true. I have the record for payment of premiums against the policy. I have the policy number. I have bank records that show you accepted payment for the service of insurance. The fact that I can't produce the policy is not proof that I don't have coverage. It's risky, but it doesn't prove that I don't have coverage. And I tried to point that out to him. It's like, you know, all this money they're spending on on paper is not not really not really doing what you think it's doing, I don't believe. So I really aggravated the shit out of him by having a different view of what insurance company was and how it worked and how it operated and all the rest. And so they had to have me fired. They had to get me shut up. And they did. And so I left insurance and wound up here in Colorado. At any rate, I am at the back gate. Tomorrow's another day, and with any luck at all, I'll talk to you then.